Welcome back to yet another thrilling episode of Babble Riot. I'm Elle. And I'm Lo. Your favorite podcast co-hosts. By the way, nobody's safe on this podcast. Just be warned. That's true. If you know us... You're screwed. You're fucked. Nobody's safe on this podcast. Just be warned. Yeah. If you know us... You're screwed. You're fucked. (laughs) (laughs) It's our fifth episode, and... You know what? We got there. That's all that matters, okay? I'm so proud of us. I'm so proud. High five. Like, also really we crushed that. Yeah, we did. That was amazing. Um, welcome, everybody. Yeah, episode welcome five. Welcome to episode five. Happy Tuesday. Uh, it's Thursday. There's Jesus <laughs> Christ. It's been a week, y'all. Elle's yeah. got a mi- like 24 hour plus going on migraine. Like 48 hour. My the insides of my stomach feel like they want to expel out of my body. That's hot. <laughs> so we're going through it. But we have quite the episode for you guys. The tea is piping hot. So hot. I whistling. Literally going through everything yesterday, I wanted to tell everyone at work. Really? I, like, couldn't find enough people to tell. (laughs) That's so funny. I mean, I didn't tell anyone. I told Um, my dad. Wow, what did did Mike think about that? Michael was shocked. Did he even care? I feel like he would just No, he did. Because he was like, oh, my God. Like, what? Did she talk to him? Like, what happened? Like, we'll get into it. We'll get in. He was not happy for the girlies. So funny. Um, I told my mom, like, kind of briefly, and she was like, oh oh that's too bad or like something like that and I was like that's all you gotta say come on this is like real hot this is real hot tea oh my god she was like in the middle of her work day and like her mind was elsewhere um so flashback Friday to the guy that Elle went on the date with and then ghosted her yeah remember him (laughs) he was so fun (laughs) let's just give a brief like reintroduction of who he was so Mm -hmm. he was a nurse Mm -hmm. I guess probably still is maybe (laughs) (laughs) Um, and he just fed me all these wonderful little white lies about how I'm you know perfect basically which that's not not true for like a month yeah like like it was a long time being real aggressive about it uh also side note he's a virgo and we all know virgo men are a little sus my dad's a virgo man well michael (laughs) little sus (laughs) i had three virgo men reach out to me yesterday and be like um that's kind of rude and i'm like but is it false but am i wrong yeah (laughs) they're like not really (laughs) so point proven Um, thank you yeah okay so anyways this guy went on a date with he ghosted me after a date and 
I text him asking what the heck is up and he never responded to me. So fast forward to yesterday morning and I wake up to a text from this man and I'm like, shut up, shut up. She texts the girly group <laughs> chat immediately and immediately. is like, oh my God, you guys are never going to guess who I heard from. <laughs> and I sent a screenshot of his name on my phone and they were like, stop. What With also the weakest apology. Oh my god. It's like the most basic, like copy and paste. Lich. He really. honestly probably used AI to craft that. Did he even say your name in it? Could he have actually just copy and pasted it? I don't think he did say my name. Can you double check? I don't Oh, really I, I'm checking. <laughs> no. This man's. No. He, he probably copied and pasted. Probably. I mean, the only thing that made it sound like... Do you want to read it out? Yes, I would love to. Okay. <laughs> he said, Apologies for the more than delayed response. I doubt you'd even want to hear from me. Then that's, why are you texting yeah, me? that's true. Like, <laughs> strike number one. <laughs> Sorry for ghosting you. I did enjoy our date. I felt a connection between us. You didn't do anything wrong. You're completely spot on with me being hesitant <laughs> with relationships, and I'm sorry to put you through that. Wow. So, like, really not apologizing for anything. No. no like, half-assed, really. sorry for ghosting you. Are you? <laughs> for real. And, like, immediately my, like, initial response was, oh, my God, I was right. Because I was saying for, like, this whole time, like, he liked me it wasn't because we didn't have a connection he was just like scared of our connection like and i know that sounded delusional but i knew in my heart of hearts that that's that was the case like that's just how it was she literally is like oh my god i was fucking right like ha 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 i'm not gonna respond like i win blah 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 so she's having her victory moment (laughs) and then at work i log on to facebook and uh, warning boys, there are Facebook pages that exist for the girlies mm-hmm. to make sure that we are not dating men with massive red flags and yeah. we stay away from the wrong sussy F boys. Mm-hmm. And the first post I see on my Facebook timeline <laughs> Wednesday morning is a post about <laughs> eight hours ago. And this girl posted... Oh, we're gonna name drop him? Oh, shit. You can edit it out. Well, fuck it. Anywho, you you decide. Yeah. That's your okay. tea. Um, <laughs> she said, posting for my friend to protect her identity. X is a 30-year-old man who will chat you up, get what he wants, then flip a 180 and ghost you without <laughs> explanation. Red flags. He preys on young women in their late teens and early 20s. Ugh. Usually, yeah, as a 30-year-old, 29. He even lied about his age. Right, that was the other thing. I commented and was like, first of all, he's not 30, he's 29. Weird flex to lie about your age by one year. Like, what is that? Who is that? Like, why? I mean, it's more manipulative because I feel like girls are like, oh my god, he's 30. Like, he has his life together. He's so much, he's like mature. Like, 30 makes you sound like a dreamboat man. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wrong. Wrong. 
Um, it's okay if you aren't looking for anything serious, but it's not okay to lie about these intentions, then completely ghost these poor women after they hook up, blah, blah, blah. So I screenshot <laughs> and send this in the group chat with Ellen Chels. So I'm like still reveling in my victory <laughs> of the fact that I was right, that he basically loves me and he just couldn't handle the fact that your connection was too strong. Uh, our connection was so strong, and he was probably falling in love with me, and that's why he ghosted me. And then I get this. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Like, what, like, five minutes later, ten minutes later? Um, like, it was, it was a real quick turnaround. It was a solid 30 minutes. Oh, okay. So I, I let you have some time. Thank you. You're so welcome. Really kind. <laughs> um... So, yeah, I'm like, oh, oh, okay. So, of course, I then go onto Facebook, Mm -hmm. look this, uh, well, I was already part of this group, but I find him and I'm like, oh my God. And there's already so many comments under his pictures. And there's like, one girl was like, oh my god, he ghosted me on Sunday, or another girl was like, he ghosted me on Saturday, another girl was like, I slept with him on Sunday, another girl was like, he told me he was with his friends on Sunday, and she was like, no, he was with me, and like, all of this back and forth of all of these girls just being like, what? Like, genuinely thinking they had a connection with this man. Like, some of these girls have been talking to him for months. Like, legitimate dating. And started talking to him around the same time that I had been talking to him. And, like, the craziest thing about that to me is that he texted me so consistently, like, throughout the day. I'm like, how are you consistently texting so many women at the same time? Like, do you have nothing better to do? You're a freaking nurse. Except for when he would take random all-day naps. Yeah, he would take, like, random naps, and I'd be like, okay. <laughs> no one sleeps this much. Right, or he would be he would text me in the morning and be like, oh, I'm sorry, I fell asleep early last night. Like, really? At 5 p.m. you went to sleep and slept the entire night? Don't believe that. But I did give him the benefit of the doubt, because that's the kind of person I am, for better or for worse. And I also was like, you know, he's a nurse, he has weird weird schedule so he probably sleeps on a weird schedule like making up all these excuses for him fucking pathetic (laughs) but um yeah so and then there was this one girl and i felt bad for her because in her profile picture i don't know if you saw she has two kids oof i did not look at anyone's profile because i did not want to feel any worse than i already did i looked at everyone's profiles and we couldn't none of us could be more different Like, there's not, we don't, none of us look the same. Yeah, there were a couple girls. Yeah, that were posting, like, on behalf of their friends. So, who knows what their friends look like, but it was a large smattering of a bunch of different women. Yeah, and then there was girls who were commenting other girls into the chat, or, like, into the comments. I did see that one. Yeah, like, people were seeing this throughout the day and tagging their friends who probably also matched them on Tinder or had some experience with him yeah and then this part like really pisses me off it's just it's one of the things that I've always I've always been so perturbed by like I just find it so disgusting and rude so 
like I've already mentioned, this man is a nurse. He works in the medical field. And he's going around telling all of us women that he hasn't slept with anyone in, he like told a year. me, a year. He hadn't slept with anyone in a year. He told another girl he hadn't slept with anyone since August. He told another girl, like, I don't know, two months or something. And he told every single one of us that he got tested after the last time he had sex. And he's clean. But, like, those, that doesn't line up. None of that lines up. And I didn't sleep with him, but I did tell him, like, as a forewarning, I'm not on birth control. So, like, if we do sleep together, we're going to be using a condom. Like, that's just the name the, of the game. Yeah, the that's, way it goes. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Not sorry. But, like, um, one of these women was, like, he convinced me pretty much not to use protection because yeah. of the lies he told me and, right. like, his history that I believed. Yeah. So she was, like... I didn't feel comfortable not using a condom, but he, like, assured me that he had been tested and he hadn't slept with someone since August. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, okay, like, like, I'll go with it. And now she's reading all these comments that he's been hooking up with all different sorts of women and... Like, multiple women in one weekend. Yeah. And, like, that's just... It's such risky behavior for one's health and to put someone else in that situation I just I, d- I don't understand that and I I pray to God that none of them get any kind of mm-hmm. STDs or if that they do they're ones that are easily curable but like yeah imagine getting like fucking AIDS or something yeah. or like I mean okay I know AIDS is not the right term it's HIV but um but like a non-curable STI yeah like herpes or something like that's awful that is so awful and no one deserves that and like being intimate with someone and like letting someone in in and of itself is such a vulnerable place to be in and then to lie to someone to get them into that position it's just it's so crazy to me and I cannot believe that I even thought for one second that this man was anything other than a douchebag. I mean, for the record, like, I think the stigmatism around STIs really needs to, like, die a good death because there's sure. nothing wrong with having e- either, like, a curable or an incurable STI. Like, it is what it is. There's so many people that live with mm-hmm. it and they never have any health complications and you can safely live with it without ever passing it to your partner as long as you practice safe sex. And there's nothing wrong with it but lying about being yeah. clean in order to use women to have sex without a condom is truly like one of the foulest things you can do especially as a man because it's less likely that men are going to contract something versus women Mm -hmm. and this man's putting his ween in multiple (laughs) punanis in one weekend yeah it's foul it's it's disturbing and that's like that's predatory behavior 100% like it that's I would almost, like, classify it as assault. Like, it's... Yes, they were... Consenting. Consenting adults, but, like, she wouldn't have consented had she known the truth. Right. He lied and coerced her into making that decision, which is assault. Yeah. Coercion. So, um... That's the tea that we were dealing with this week, and I just find it so disappointing that people are like that. 
It's, yeah, it is a really harsh like reality to see yeah. especially i think like obviously you went through it firsthand because you met him but then like as a friend to see your friend being hurt and upset about this guy and then for this to come out and then for him mm-hmm. to do even worse things to a whole bunch of other women it's just yeah i mean i was the lucky one yeah out of all of these women and that's saying something right so they were all like we need to catch this man. We need to put him in his place. Like, this is not okay. Humble him. Humble, yeah. Humble the fuck out of him. Sorry, more, more. She's probably not listening to this anymore. Sorry, girly. <laughs> <laughs> um, so some of the girls were messaging him and saying, like, I know about all the other girls and this is not okay. And he's in the military and they're like, we're going to talk to your superiors. This is not... Which, they're not going to be able to do anything. Yeah, that's not going to do anything. No. And I thought it was, like, a little bit silly to go that route, but I understand that they're, it's coming from a place of, like, hurt, and honestly, they're probably scared, so. I mean, I definitely think wherever he works in the medical field would be very interested to hear about how he's lying about being sexually, you know, who he's having yeah yeah not who he's having sex with but the fact that he's lying about being clean and having sex with multiple people and there were these other women that came out of the woodwork (laughs) and were trying to defend him and be like i don't really see what the problem is he's just being a single guy doing single guy stuff that is gross pare down (laughs) did you read through this whole thread girlies I i hate women like that like, I am a girl's girl through, and, through, through and through for life. And I just, I cannot understand a woman not wanting to stick up for another woman. And, like, if you don't, if you don't get it, if it's not something that you're, like, totally here for, then fine. Like, go. Don't comment. Yeah, go have your thoughts on your own. But don't comment that on a thread where people have literally been victimized by this person. Like, that is just rude. Yeah, and especially that one girl that found out that way that he'd been lying actively and, like, coerced her into non-protected sex, and she was like, I immediately... This is the one with two children, too. Yeah, she's like, I left work early and immediately went to the doctor to get tested. Like, I'm freaking out. And, like, she's going through it. Yeah. And you're gonna sit there and be like, um, actually, it's not really a big deal. <laughs> a chicky check and yourself. Was, she was like, uh, <laughs> to the women who messaged him, feel better. And all of us were like, yeah. Actually, we, we do. do. <laughs> um, I, so I texted him. I initially wasn't gonna text him back because, like, what am I supposed to say to that stupid apology? But after, I feel like the more girls that commented, the more that you were oh, like, I was blood was boiling yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I texted him and I was like, I'm just going to read it. I was like, oh my God, hi. So nice to hear from you finally after so long. What's it like being able to fool so many women into dating you and sleeping with you without a condom and then ghosting them? Does that feel pretty good? Is it healing your soul? Is hurting others and using others and putting others at risk making you feel like a tough man? I think it would be in everyone's best interest, including yourself, to delete the dating apps, take yourself to therapy, and heal from your traumas instead of inflicting pain and deceit onto anyone that crosses your path. I thought you were better than this It's really sad. It's quite pathetic, and you will never be happy if you continue down this slippery slope. 
be better. Because his whole excuse, too, like, he kind of created some distance before him and Elle ever met, too, and was like, I just have really traumatic past and all these relationships, and I just don't know how to deal with my feelings, and I'm really scared. Mm, Sweetie, I think you are the problem. Yeah, 100%. He told me he got divorced, and, like, he's been cheated on and stuff, and, like, maybe... You cheated. Maybe, but, like, this behavior is really singing a different song. So... Maybe, maybe that's all true, and this is his, like, emotional response to it, is to just go off the deep end the other direction, but... I just think that this behavior is so foul that you already kind of have to be a bad person to do it. Like, I don't see any kind of trauma creating this type of person unless you were batshit, in which case you need to go to therapy. Well, and he told me that he was in therapy. Mm. And I'm like, okay, well... Does your therapist know about this? Does she... (laughs) Does the therapist hold a license? Like... Who are, you t- who are you talking to? Your friend doesn't yeah. count as a therapist. No. That's <laughs> fucking weird. Also, like, he told me that his dad raised him to be this gentleman. And I'm like, where? God, yeah, he was really like, I'm just, like, can't wait to show you how to treat yeah. you right and just be the <laughs> best guy. As if. That is, <laughs> I literally feel gross. Even having just met him. Also, did you see that one girl's comment that was like, also, he doesn't look anything like his pictures anymore. <laughs> no. But I did like yours when you were like, mm, wait till he takes the hat off, girlies. <laughs> Caroline uh, is running away. Oh my god, and then someone te- like messaged him about his hairline too, which like, nor- I don't like. I don't, I hate, I've already said this before on the pod, like, I hate putting people down for the way that they look, but if you're gonna, if you're gonna come in swinging like that, like, we don't really have any other place to go. Yeah, and I think if you're gonna be an awful, horrible human being, I think that gives me a little bit of space to talk about your receding hairline. I think that kind of goes hand in tick for tat, right? I wonder if, because... So that post when we saw it was from the previous night and it looked like one of the girls oh, had wow. messaged him on Tinder that night. Mm-hmm. And so I wonder if he already knew waking up on Wednesday morning that mm-hmm. he had already kind of been found out. And then that was his like effort to get back in with you because the girl's comment, <laughs> hang on our message. I was like really going detective mode. Also, this morning, there was no more thread. Yeah, it got deleted. It got deleted for some reason, which is so stupid. So this girl, I think on Tuesday night, because it Mm -hmm. says 10.30 p.m., Mm -hmm. said, and he had messaged her and pretty much was like, extra points for (laughs) nurses with tattoos or something like that, because this girl is also a nurse, yes. Yeah. Asking for a friend. And she said, oh, hey, took me a moment to recognize you. Negative 100 points. Nursing is a small community and word's gotten around that you like to talk girls up, hook up, then do a 180 and ghost. I have to say this is shitty and shame on you. Where is your empathy, dude? I've also seen your profile 
well, profile on Facebook dating warning sites if you lack the emotional decency and balls to communicate with the woman you hook up with instead of just ghosting to look for the next tale, then maybe you should work on yourself. I promise you'd feel better and you'd be leaving people less damaged than you found them. Mm-hmm. Time to grow up and stop being a fuckboy. You're too old for that. So I wonder if he was like, okay, so maybe this is like a nursing page or like a nursing yeah. dating page facebook yeah and was like i'm gonna text l because i know she's not a nurse and like try again test the waters and he also sent he had ghosted someone else like two weeks ago and then sent them the same morning that he sent me an apology he mm-hmm. sent them an apology the mm-hmm. same the same morning saying sorry for ghosting i wonder if it was a copy paste probably oh, we should have asked i like what did he tell you It's just wild. It's so wild. I can't comprehend. No, yesterday I just kept being like, is this real life? Like, is this really happening? It was, in fact, happening. It did really happen. (laughs) Uh, Switching gears. I want to talk about something. (laughs) Oh, boy. What the hell is with it? With men in relationships coming hot into the dms mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. why why are you doing that you have a girlfriend this is not one person in, in particular it's like seven no 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 you know what i want to know without like where's the boundary of when you just tell the girlfriend i have before I mean, I did sleep with her boyfriend, so that felt more warranted than coming into my DMs. But still, like... Did you... I'm assuming you slept with him not knowing he had a girlfriend. Okay, just wanted to clarify. Uh, yeah. (laughs) Hey, Curly, um... (laughs) No, I... Yeah, this was a long time ago, but I slept with this guy who had a, like, a long-distance girlfriend. And I found out because... He posted her on his Instagram. Like, dumbass. So stupid. Like, you would think cheaters would be a little bit more sophisticated, mm-hmm. but they're not. Mm-hmm. They're just not. Anyways, there's like this one guy in particular that I'm thinking of, and he, I think, is in like a new relationship, probably like within the last six months or so. And every time I post a selfie, He's always commenting, like, fire, fire. Like, I want to wife you, I want to wife you. And I'm like, ew. Babe. Do I know this man? No. You have a girlfriend, and she's beautiful. And it seems like you guys are, like, getting along really well, so I don't understand why you're in my DMs. Yeah. Not only does it look bad on you, it's embarrassing for her. Uh-huh. Even though she doesn't, she's, like, not aware of it. And then it makes me question, and every other woman who gets these kinds of DMs, it makes them question how their partners are when they're in relationships. Yeah. Like, I don't feel like I can trust anyone, even because they he seems so happy and, like, so in love and so sweet with his girlfriend online, but that he's also in my DMs. Like, what? Bro. Yeah. How am I supposed to trust that it, when someone acts like that with me that they're not also in some girl's DMs? And, like... 
this guy, he's pretty tame, like, with what he says. Like, he's not trying to sex me. He's not sending me dick pics or anything like that. But there definitely have been... Apologies for the siren. Oh, was that a siren? Yeah. Oh. Um, I live kind of close to a uh, fire station, so... You do. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I've I've definitely received dick pics from guys who are in relationships. Ugh. Including an ex of mine who's now engaged this woman. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and I'm just no. like, uh, like, why? It's so bad. It's so bad. And like, I, I just feel like I have no trust. It is really hard to like see somebody that is perceived as being a really good guy then do that to you. And it, I can see how it could create little seeds of doubt in your head then when you're in a relationship with somebody. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like, I, you know that that's not fair. And <laughs> hopefully, you know. Yeah. I mean, just because most guys or you feel like all guys are doing it, that's not actually the case. And there will be a guy that treats you perfectly and doesn't do that because also like I don't think that you would ever be with somebody that would be capable of doing that even if he looks like he's such a great boyfriend I feel like she probably has to know somewhere in the back of her head that he's maybe not the best guy I don't know I don't know that's I mean Dante fooled me so (laughs) One of my biggest things always is, like, I'm pretty lenient when it comes to relationships. Like, I literally, like, if you're out at a bar or whatever and a girl, like, wants to buy you a drink or, like, you want to flirt a little tiny bit, obviously, like, if I was standing there or, like, across the room watching you, like, you would do it in front of me if you want to do it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, like don't do anything that behind you... Behind your back? Or... No, no, no. Oh. Don't do anything that you wouldn't feel comfortable doing in front of me. Is always where I draw the line. Interesting. Um, again. But you would be fine with your boyfriend, like, flirting with someone in front of you. Yeah, I guess it depends on, like, the person and the situation and, like, how hard he's, like, grafting, I guess. Yeah. But with that said, I'm like, don't fucking embarrass me because mm-hmm. I am very patient compared to most women I feel like I'm not jealous I'm not controlling like I've never looked through a boyfriend's phone it's never even crossed my mind like I wholeheartedly like (laughs) (laughs) sorry go on (laughs) um I will say though Instagram taking away when you could see what other people were liking do you remember that feature I yeah I would do scroll yeah yeah. For hours. That was bad. And then it went away and I was pissed. I, you're definitely way more lenient than I am, for sure. But I don't even feel like I'm that bad. Like, there are girls who are so controlling. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I try my best to not be jealous. And if I feel... The only times that I get really jealous is when I feel like they are trying to make me jealous to get a rise out of me. Mm. That shit pisses me off mm-hmm. to no end. Because, like, it... That just seems really insincere. And, mm-hmm. like, if you if you need something from me, if you aren't getting something from me, like, we can have a conversation about it. You don't need to do something that then makes me question 
your integrity in our relationship. Like, I just think that's so strange. And I've had a lot of guys try to pull that with me, and it's not cute. No, it's also very childish. Like, let's how about we just communicate with each other? Yeah. I've been on Hinge, and I've been trying to see, like, the difference between Hinge guys and Tinder guys. It's a world difference. Like... And even there's questions on Hinge that help uh, someone portray who they are as a person Mm -hmm. through their bio, where that's not the thing on Tinder. And the amount of men that are, like, saying in their bios, I've been to therapy, I'm looking for someone who's also been to therapy, I'm looking for someone who has uh, great communication skills, emotional intelligence, empathy, like things that everyone should have at this point in our lives Mm -hmm. for relation for healthy relationships and that makes me feel like okay a little better i feel a little better tinder's literally cesspool central it's like just where you go for a hookup bumble's kind of in between but i Mm -hmm. hate that the girl has to message first i was wish they would change that and then hinge is like you're here to find a wife husband Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and i remember like when we were first talking about dating apps in this on this pod i was a tinder stan (laughs) um i have to change my tune now and Mm -hmm. go with hinge because that's called growth that is called growth i'm growing you are i'm so proud Thank you. Mm-hmm. I do. I do feel better. That's so good. <laughs> uh, but with Bumble, I just feel like the guys. No offense if you're on Bumble, but I feel like the guys <laughs> on Bumble are just like the laziest mm-hmm. men. Sorry, that's that's where I found Sleeping Bag Boy. Oh my God, Sleeping Bag. Boy. Also, speaking of uh, giving partners STDs. Tough show, eh? (laughs) (laughs) He didn't give me an STD or STI. It's not classified as that, but, like, that's how I got it. It's adjacent. It's, like, BV, kind of, or just, like, an infection. Yeah. And I told this man from day dot, you need to get tested. I got tested right before him and I started hooking up because it's the responsible adult thing to do and respectful thing to do and I told him from the very beginning please get tested please get tested please get tested I had to remind him several times and my dumbass kept sleeping with him anyways even though he wasn't tested and he kept being like yeah 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 I'll do it and at the time he didn't even have a job like what were you doing what what were you doing drinking and getting high literally alcoholic oh boy oh my god are you okay just fell out of my chair (laughs) are you reading the text we just got yeah i'm trying to figure out who the f this is though (laughs) 100 percent like for real I'm excited to get a place together eventually. I'm I'm excited excited to live in Seattle. Spread my little wings. I did tell my mom today that you were looking at places in Belltown, though, and she was like, "Mm, I'm not allowing that. 
Oh, really? Yeah. I thought Belltown was cool. Is it's it not? sketchy. That's where, like, a lot of the homeless people are hanging about these days. Mm. Are we allowed to call them homeless still? Unhoused. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, like, had the biggest debate one night with this guy about unhoused versus homeless. Okay. It was insane. Oh. I don't know if I want to hear it. <laughs> I mean, like, I get it. What are you... Like... Like, using unhoused versus homeless? Yeah. But I just think... And, like, this is where you and I differ, I feel like, in in politics, maybe. I just think all these terms... It's, like, getting a little bit out of hand. Okay, so you and him align very well. (laughs) Great. You guys can debate about it. Actually, I wanted to ask you something. (laughs) Someone that we both follow... I think it's very important to have a different classification of like the people that work at Macy's who are working their ass off, Mm -hmm. but truly can't afford to have a home. That's Mm -hmm. an unhoused person. Someone that is actively choosing to not have a job, to continue using drugs, to settle for a life less than what they could have, Mm -hmm. that is a homeless person. Yeah. A directionless person. I think we should start saying directionless. And that kind of <laughs> goes against your whole thing, but okay, girly pop. Um, that was the point. Okay, what am I looking for? Oh yeah, so this person that we both follow posted something the other day, and I was like, and I know you and I are gonna disagree on this. Oh my god. Okay, it's just like a repost of something on Instagram. And it says, things that do not have gender, and then list things that do not have gender. Okay, I'm just going to read out these things that apparently don't have gender anymore. (laughs) Periods, pregnancy, body parts, colors, accessories, makeup, hairstyles, clothing. Now, for one, two, three, four, five, five of these things, I will agree, they should not have a gender. However, three of these things, in my opinion, have a gender. Oof. Yeah, I knew we were gonna butt heads on this one. I could go off on a, like a two hour <laughs> tangent if you want me to. Um, not really. I'm assuming you don't agree with uh, periods. Mm-hmm. What were the other ones? Pregnancy and body parts. Like, colors, I get that. Like, I've never yeah, understood yeah, yeah. why colors are gender. Inherently, yeah. Yeah, accessories, no, makeup, no, clothing, no, hairstyles, no. But, like, when it comes to anatomy, that's what I, I'm having a hard time understanding. It really comes down to when an individual person sees somebody as male or female or as they them. So your classification for someone being trans is fully transitioning to the other gender, I'm assuming, correct me if I'm wrong, is completely transitioning to the other gender and having like, uh, like confirmation surgery pretty much to change their 
insides to match the gender that they feel and need to present outwardly because gender is a social construct at the end of the day and and nothing is inherently man or woman it's what we have defined to be as man or woman because a woman doesn't inherently mean like period or pregnancy that's just what we've socially constructed over a bazillion years because of the Bible and religion and all these other things and little stories that we've told each other over Okay. Well, time. I, I don't think that a trans person is someone who's completely transitioned into another gender and has had, uh, what's it called? Re- and Reaffirm- reaff- Confirmation- re- confirmation surgery surgery or whatever it's called genitalia confirmation something along those lines lines. yes i can't think think if you feel in your heart and your soul that you were born the wrong gender like i don't think you have to get surgery to affirm that like i believe you i trust how people feel about themselves okay Uh, but if you are like defined at birth as a woman but truly mm -hmm. believe that you are a man and you Mm -hmm transition enough to be like passing in public or whatever like Mm -hmm. you're still gonna have a period because that's a just part of your like internal anatomy but that person is a man thinks that they're a man Mm -hmm. fully defines their life as a man lives them so it's not a gender thing anymore but that's where i disagree because i just feel like yes they can think that they're a man, they can present as a man, they can be a man, but what is happening, like the period itself, is a female thing. Like I don't think, I just have a hard time under, like, and this is a thing too, like I genuinely don't really care. Like I think if you wanna call it Call it whatever you want to call it, basically. Like, how people describe themselves or describe gender or whatever it may be, that doesn't bother me. Like, I want everyone to say and do what makes them feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. It's just confusing for me, and I think for a lot of people who think like me and older generations, too, probably, because it's... It, it's very, it's like an isolated situation when there's one person who was born a female who transitions to male but still has a period like that the period itself is still a female thing like it is gendered because it's coming out of a vagina and a vagina is female so again though that like is proving kind of my point to where like in outwardly facing you will call that person a he you will recognize them as a man but internally you will always see them as a woman because they still have a period and you still connect that to being a woman because they're still doing a womanly thing okay but i don't like i i don't i wouldn't think about that (laughs) you know what i mean like i wouldn't see a trans male and think about them having a period if that makes sense. So then it's not a gendered thing. Because it doesn't matter whether that person's having a period or not to make them a man. Correct? 
Say that again. It doesn't matter whether a trans man still has a vagina or has had the reaffirming surgery. Mm-hmm. So whether or not they're having a period or not doesn't then define them as a man. If you're saying that if you see a trans man Mm -hmm. and you don't ever just think about like, oh, I wonder if they still have a period or not, or like you don't ever think about that, then you don't need, the period isn't what's necessarily, that's not gendered then because you're, I don't know how else to explain. I feel like I, I feel like I understand what you're saying, but. I think people get too caught up in things like this where they Mm -hmm. kind of just lose the original plot, which I get to a certain extent of the argument of, like, leftists are getting so crazy, like, having unhoused and homeless, and they're getting so impossible to please that it pushes people the other direction. Yeah, that's how I feel. But... I think that this post is good, obviously, because it's creating a conversation even Mm -hmm. just here and now. Mm -hmm. But I think it's important to really think about, like, if that triggers you in any kind of way, like, why? And get to the bottom of that and then have an open dialogue with somebody that, like, agrees with you, disagrees with you, like, maybe doesn't know. And you guys are just kind of bouncing thoughts off of each other Mm -hmm. because, like... At the end of the day, I think that however you identify is whatever you are. If you identify as a man, sick, you're a man. If you identify as a woman, awesome, you're a woman. It doesn't matter what you have underneath your clothes. That doesn't define who you are. Yeah, that's how I feel as well. Sorry. But you're kind of arguing against that by saying that a period is gendered. Because if a man identifies as a man but still has a period then you're still putting them in a woman category because they're still doing a womanly thing. But I'm not I'm not putting them in a womanly category. I'm I'm separating the person and the thing that is happening. So I like I'm this is really hard to I know. Uh like articulate. articulate but then yeah. I think you're con- like I think by saying you're separating the thing from the person mm-hmm. kind of means that you're not gendering it in a way because I don't know I mean we could like literally round robin it all day yeah I just like you could identify as a man and get pregnant because you still have like ovaries and whatever but like again all of those things have just been socially constructed to be a womanly thing versus a penis is masculine and that's just been taught to us over a gazillion years and those are the words that someone came up with once upon a time and it's just snowballed into what we have now okay like okay do you not think then that there is a difference between um let's say a penis and a vagina like are you saying that we've created penis means masculine men or male gendered and vagina means feminine female gendered like that's something that we created as like a binary the gender tie-in at the end yes but there Mm -hmm. obviously is still like a biological difference between like what is what society sees as a man and what society sees as a woman like the xx versus the xy chromosomes and men 
naturally have more testosterone and women have more estrogen in their body. So there are different components Mm -hmm. to the different sexes, but gender is entirely socially constructed. So what we tie to a female is a woman. What we tie to a man is masculine. Mm -hmm. I think those things are just like what we've taught ourselves and like society has just forced upon us over time. Okay. But like at the end of the day, thinking about it scientifically, periods align with a vagina. Correct. So (laughs) that's where I get like a little bit confused because at least for me, I'm not, I'm not saying, um, periods don't have a gender in a mean spirit. You know, I'm not saying that to make someone feel like how they identify is not okay or not correct. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm saying that because in my mind and the way that I view the world, it's like a biological thing that happens to women or people with vaginas. So I just, like, I totally understand where you're coming from. And I understand where this person was coming from posting this. And I understand how people see it as non-gendered, but I guess I just don't really agree with it, but like, not in like a hateful way at all. I just, like, I can see it from that side, but I just, I don't know, I just, I'm not backing it 100%. That's fair. I mean, that's your choice. Like, that's valid for whatever you want. And with body parts, I feel like it's similar, but I could see, I can understand body parts more so not having a gender than I can periods. I don't know why, but... So if someone is born but doesn't have a uterus, so they don't have periods ever, mm-hmm. are they less of a woman because they're not having a period? Or is it, like, purely just... Like, I guess I don't really fully understand the tie to the period thing. Um, no, I don't think if, if you're not having periods, I don't think that makes you any less of a woman. Like if you don't have a uterus, I don't think that's, I don't think that like disqualifies you from being, being a woman woman. like identifying as a woman. (laughs) I feel like, I feel like by me saying this, you and maybe people listening are thinking that I'm like, whoa, so crazy, like conservative, what's happened to her? (laughs) But uh, like, I don't know. I'm, I I feel like I'm right there with you guys. I'm just like, not completely inside, like one foot in, one foot out. I guess I just don't see like the harm in accepting it. If you're, like, that close, like, what are you physically losing by just saying, like, 
the trans community as a whole and like people that are very trans right and pro trans rights Mm -hmm. think that this stuff doesn't matter for how you identify and who you are as a person and whatever gender you are it doesn't matter if you have a period it doesn't matter if you can get pregnant it doesn't matter what kind of body parts you have like whatever you feel Mm -hmm. and however you identify is you at the end of the day and nobody else should have a say in that i i agree but it's just like when someone posts something like this it it is people having a say in it. It's I feel like it's creating a conversation. I'm not denying anyone from believing these things. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying anyone shouldn't believe that. I'm just saying that I personally don't really subscribe to that, but not like in a hateful way again. I just think how you want to think, do how you want to do. There's no harm in it. I just, I mean, I'm not going to, like, bring a pitchfork and, like, set up someone's house. (laughs) I would hope not. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Yell at them or anything. Um, I just, yeah, I don't. And it's not even, like, what what was the question you asked me? Like, what's the harm in... um, I just think not, I don't think that you doubt trans people are like obviously the existence of trans people. I know that you accept them. Mm -hmm. I guess it like this just creates a little bit of hold back. I feel like from you from fully being like, yes, not that you're against trans people. I just don't think that you're like 100% for it all. No, I totally am 100% for it all. I'm just, I think I'm just, uh, maybe grappling to understand fully. And I think there's just been so, it's just like, there's been so many, uh, new terms and different ways to call people and all of these new things that I feel like just kind of started happening in the last 10 years, like Mm -hmm. fully. And it feels like if you say one thing wrong, you're gonna get attacked instead of having a conversation with someone about it, about like maybe why that's wrong. And I think people that are so far on the left are they're like creating this cage around themselves where it's it's putting off other people from trying to understand where they're coming from and I think that's what bothers me a little bit because I think a lot of people are actually on the same page as them Mm -hmm. but maybe they're not saying saying it the way that they think it should be said and instead of having like a conversation with them to say maybe say it this way like saying it in a nice way they start shooting at you basically yeah no i get that a hundred percent and i think i unfortunately like come at this from a like more sensitive place i think probably just because i like have very close trans people in my life and Mm -hmm. 
So it is something that like I feel very passionately about because sometimes, and not that you're doing this by any means whatsoever, but by someone trying to not necessarily have a conversation, but question things, Mm -hmm. sometimes I can take as like, now I have to like personally defend them and like convince you that like they are people because it's, I think it's such a touchy subject and there's Mm -hmm. still so many people that just don't believe that they're human beings and like fully don't understand at all, which I will never understand what it's like to be trans, like, Mm -hmm. or what it's like to feel that way at all. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that I can't, like, fully ride or die and support them. So, I don't know. I I know that I come at it from, like, a very different mindset, and I think that I get very, not aggressive, but, like, very, not not even, like, confrontational, because, like, I'm not mad. I just... Mm -hmm. I don't know. I mean, I do get worked up, but it, like, in no way am I like mad at you right now or anything. Like, I just get I don't like. Know, Lauren, the vibes are off. No, I just get like very passionate and like I no, want to be able to explain it well, but I also like. I don't always know the best way to articulate it, mm-hmm. and it's a really hard and very tricky topic to talk about, and. Yeah especially not always knowing the right way to go about it. I don't want to offend anyone either that might Mm -hmm. listen. And I certainly don't want to be that left person that's like turning people off from the topic completely. I just, at the end of the day, like this really is life or death, like for a lot of trans people that really have no support at all. Mm -hmm. So like, while it's touchy, it is like an important one to have. And it is a big, like serious topic. Yeah. Well, and I want everyone to know that I definitely <laughs> believe that trans people are real. Like, I'm that's not ever a question. I'm pro. She's pro trans people. People like that is not at all what I'm. Questioning. I know. I know. One hundred percent. It's just a. It's like a. A gender thing that I'm just not full. I just don't. Maybe I just don't understand it. Um. And I think in the past when I've tried to understand these things, people make me feel like I'm stupid or that I'm against trans people. And then it's like, okay, well, like, help me help myself. You know what I mean? Like, you're you're not helping your cause. You're not helping my cause. You're not helping trans people's causes. Like, you know, so, um, and I think that's part of the problem. And I, I think we could have a very, very long episode about this. But oh, for I think, sure. I mean, gender alone, I yeah. could really, really dive into because that's a wild one. Yeah. Okay, so from two episodes ago, the bonus episode, we did. Uh, we you and I talked about men being chivalrous and like kind of standards yeah standards expectations Mm -hmm. and one of my biggest questions was is it possible for a man to believe in equality and also be chivalrous like is that a, a thing does that go hand in hand and you said yeah and I asked the question on hump day yesterday and 97% said they think that that's a thing Great. So, crisis crisis averted. (laughs) Um, But I was quite surprised by that, actually. 
And then I wanted to know what was or what is the equivalent of a man being chivalrous for a woman? Like, mm-hmm. what does that look like? And in the podcast, I said something like giving them a facial or a massage, making them feel like they don't have to be this big macho man all the time. Did you did you say anything to that or you just laughed at me saying what I said? No, I think I kind of more went like house duty kind of like other mm-hmm. ways to yeah. like my love language that I like is acts of service. Mm-hmm. So I always think that that's like the best thing that I could ever do for somebody to make them happy because that's yeah. how I'm happy, yeah. which I know is not the case. But so when asking on hump day People said taking turns cooking for each other. Like a lot of people said cooking for him, which I don't like, I guess. What? I do want to ask after listening to the episode, like what do you want to do in a relationship? (laughs) Cause you were like, I'm not cooking. I'm not cleaning. I'm not going to be the homemaker. I'm not raising the kids. Yikes. That doesn't sound great. <laughs> I was like, no, no, I, I'm fine with raising the kids. I don't want to be the sole person raising the kids. That's all I meant. I'm fine with cleaning and cooking. I just don't want to be the sole person doing that. The teamwork makes the dream work. Right. So as long as the like home chores mm-hmm. are shared. Yeah. Okay. That's all I meant by it. Roger like, Dodger. I have, I'm not just going to be sitting on my ass expecting everyone around me to do everything. <laughs> um, I'm, and that's what I mean by equality. Like, I yeah. don't want it to be assumed that I'm going to be raising the children while you're playing golf and yeah. cooking the meals while you're doing at God the bar what. with the buddies after golf. Yeah. So that's what I mean by equality. And then chivalry, I feel like, is maybe acts of service, like doing, going out of your way to just do something nice. So, like, what is the female version of going out of your way to do do? going out of your way to do something nice for your partner and is it just the same thing is it just that going out of your way to do something nice is it like writing a note in their lunch that you made them because you're a woman (laughs) (laughs) one of my bestianas max said to me one time which i like still take with me all the time and i think Mm -hmm. it's so good Mm -hmm. is he's like the best relationship is when each person gives 60 and expects 40 because i think a lot of the time in relationships everyone's like oh well like 50 50 or like nothing like we have to be like exactly in the middle (laughs) right or like even like Um, they give me 60 and I give them 40. Mm -hmm. Like each person has to be willing to give more than 50% and receive less because Mm -hmm. then you're going to have 120%, which is more than a hundred. And wouldn't everyone like that? Sure. Sure. So that's That's kind of like the best way that I like would want to approach any relationships I get into Mm -hmm. in the future is we're both willing to go above and beyond and expect less in return. Yeah. But because both people are doing 60, it doesn't ever feel like it is one-sided. No or anything. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, that's good. Um, Well, it was interesting. I was talking to my mom about it, or my parents were talking about it because they were listening to the episode together. And uh, their answer was the woman keeping up her appearance. Okay. Which... I can understand and I think like part of that is a man wants 
not maybe not every man, but some men and traditionally I think traditionally men. men want a woman that they can show off and say like look at my hot girlfriend look at my hot wife even if you don't necessarily fit into the beauty standards of the world you know i don't think every single man wants a size six and a bombshell blonde with fat titties and a big ass like that's obviously not every man or even most man's a size six sorry like a size two okay well i don't think that's like most guys like dream girl so how whatever your man likes Working to make sure that that you kind of, like, try for him. Mm -hmm. Try to fit into, not his expectation, but, like, you know, make yourself look good for your mans. Yeah. Okay. Another question I asked is, do you think relationship expectations are the same for men and women? And 49% said traditionally no, but I think it's starting to be, like, more equal. Um... 9% said yes, definitely. 43% said no, not at all. What do you think? I voted for it's getting better Mm because I personally think that men still have a lot of standards and expectations going into a relationship of what a woman is going to be for them and what she's going to deliver as like their wifey. Like she's Mm -hmm. not wifey material unless she's doing that, 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 that. And as we have discussed the bar quite literally is in hell so if you're like semi nice to us and you communicate barely we're like ready to get married which is like super foul but it's funny because i feel like probably women have high expectations or like their list might be longer of what they're looking for than a man's list but when it comes down to it, we completely settle for someone yeah, that doesn't we tick half drop yeah. our list, like it never existed, and we're like, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Whereas I don't, I don't know if guys do that. Like I don't think their list is as long. Mm-hmm. But I think they're like, well, if it's if she's not taking six out of the eight, then it's a no. And we're like, he's ticking two. It's fine you know two out of 20 yeah i think guys probably compromise a little bit on you know this girl doesn't fit every single box but she Mm -hmm. ticks most of them and but then do they go out and look for someone else who ticks the remaining two oh you're having some hard trust issues now Uh i am (laughs) you we're gonna have to talk about that (laughs) what about what are your non-negotiations what are mine? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, where's my list? <laughs> I have a coworker, love her to death, and she said, like, make a list in a positive way. Like, my future partner will oh, be kind. That's what my list is. Okay, good. Because you got to, like, speak it into existence. Yeah. You can't just, like, write out you words. You can't say, I want, I want. You yes. have to say, I have, I have. Yes, and I'm yes, so yes, grateful yes, yes. that I have, I have. Okay, I'd love that for you. We were trying to do one for Chelsea the other day. Oh, really? We were rattling off so much stuff, yeah. Um. Yeah, no, I fully have a list. I created it after my German boyfriend. Hmm. I wrote down everything that I wanted in a partner and this was to help me get over him i checked off the things that he brought to the table or that he had that i was looking for in a partner and it wasn't even half 
Mm. And so I was like, okay, he wasn't the right person for me. And even though this relationship ending sucks, like, I know that that wasn't my person. And so I have to move on. And every time I date someone, I kind of go back and look at that. And I'm like, yikes. You're telling me sleeping big boy yikes. checked no, off. I, babe, I did not look at that for sleeping big boy. <laughs> That was like an irrelevant piece of paper at that point in my that life. That feels like a fever dream. Yeah. You I, were just... I, don't, I was not right. We don't know who that was. It wasn't you. <laughs> Even my parents were like, yeah, <laughs> we were trying to be supportive, but we were like, what the we're hell are you doing? a little doing? worried. Um, yeah. So, I actually, I think I have the notebook with me. I'm just going to... Oh, no, it's a different notebook. I don't have it with me. Um, it doesn't. What are yours? Um, non-negotiables for dating. Mm-hmm. Um, plan the first date. That's Definitely effort. Mm-hmm. Communication's a huge one. You have to text day of. Like, I'm not reaching out to be like, we're still on, right? No, that's you. If he wanted to, he would. I mean, like, a job would be cool. Like, but if you're in between, I'm not going to count that as like, I'm never going to talk to you again. Like, I understand people are in different places in life. And half of tech just got laid off too. Yeah, exactly. Or like, if you're still in school, like, okay, go shoot for the start. Maybe they did something else. Uh, You know, know, (laughs) everyone's on their own path. Oh, um, I'm not one to talk by any means. (laughs) I mean, kindness, empathy. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely, like, equal rights is a, obviously a big one for me, supportive of the LGBTQ plus community, mm-hmm. um, golf <laughs> is not necessarily, like, a deal breaker, but I would really like to find someone that plays golf so that my dad has a bestiana. I would even be okay with someone that's sober. I think that would be, like, good for me and, you know, nice for my dad that he would have somebody that's also sober. Whenever I see someone that says that they're sober on, like, a dating app or something, I swipe left. So does Charles. I think that's so funny. And I... It's... It's not anything personal. It's just... That just seems like... A red flag that there was even a problem to begin with but at the same time like it shows you know you've done a lot of work on yourself you've recognized flaws and you've built yourself up to negate that flaw it sober doesn't always mean that they had like some kind of addiction and they're clean now it could just be that maybe they're they just choose not to drink yeah mom died of alcoholism when they were really young and they were just like i'm never gonna touch it at all because i've seen mm-hmm. what the horrible things it can or maybe even it's not even as crazy as that maybe they're just like just not for me i just don't ever want to do it i don't like yeah. it well i'm not a big drinker at all right whatsoever but i do I, I don't want to ever be in a position where my drinking makes someone else feel uncomfortable or, you know, jeopardizes their, jeopardize yeah. their sobriety. Yeah, for sure. And so that's where I'm kind of like, because like I do occasionally like to go out. I do occasionally like to have a glass of wine with dinner, mm-hmm. but by no means am I like a big going out party girl. Yeah. Um, but yeah, also like 
when I first meet someone, I want to have a glass of wine and I want that person to have a drink too. Like I just, it's the helps you open up and like, yeah. you know, and like my last date that I went on, I literally had one drink and the guy had one drink. So like, it's not like I need to be completely intoxicated to go out with anyone. It's just, Ideally not, because that's also skewing yeah. your perception of the date, how much fun you're having, if you're into him, True. if he's into you. True. You're reading the signs totally wrong because you're not in your right brain. Mm-hmm. Answer? Answer. Hi, we're recording the podcast. <coughs> you're on speakerphone though, say hi to the people. Hey! <laughs> I was just calling to do a welfare check because I was like, bitch, are you good? Well, no, but we could talk about that later. (laughs) Oh, okay. But I love you. We'll probably be done in like 30 minutes, probably. Okay. Do you want to call me later? Yeah. Okay. Love you, queens. Love you, too. Love you. Bye. Okay. Bye. Good luck. Bye. Well, anyways, yeah, it's just really bad to be drunk on dates yeah. because you you think you're having more fun than you probably actually would if you were sober. Like, I mm-hmm. haven't, I have recently incorporated a three drink minimum, which <laughs> for me, that's like quite a lot. <laughs> but I, you're going to be plastered. But I almost never get to three. It's just like, if it's like a really long date i've also heard that's not good as the marathon dates like have kind that's of a true. cutoff time that's like if true. you're meeting for dinner at like six or seven like nine is your cutoff like three four hours is plenty of time to get to know somebody yeah that's true well i was just thinking a little bit about my non-negotiables and i think a couple of my non-negotiables are healthy communication like if you mm-hmm. if you just stop replying for no reason red flag we're done and like that's i don't need you to text me all day every day that's a red flag as well like do your thing have your own thing but like if we're in the middle of a conversation i want you to say like oh i'm gonna go do this now or i'm gonna go work out i'm gonna go to work like talk Mm -hmm. to you later have a good day like that's healthy communication for me yeah i'm saying doing what you say you're gonna do is a big thing for me yes there's so many women included like that wasn't me pointing at you (laughs) Um, what are you trying to say (laughs) i just mean people that say people in general like who say one thing and then do another Mm -hmm. and i can't stand that drives me bonkers uh I'm big on the, like, good morning, here's kind of what my day looks like, I'll text you later. Mm -hmm. Sick. Cool. And that feels like a lot to me. One a day text? You were just saying you want more. No, 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 no. Like, a good morning, here's my day. Like, that feels like, why am I getting a play-by-play? You just (laughs) asked for a (laughs) play-by-play. No, I didn't. You literally said, no, let I me said, know what you're doing, communicate. If if we're having a, com- if we're in the middle of a conversation, like a texting conversation, not just like a, hey, how's it going? Fine. What are you up to? Like, I'm not into that. Like, if we're yeah. having like a meaningful conversation over text and then you have to go to work or you have to go to the gym, you have some other responsibility, don't just like leave me hanging. Mm. Say like, this is what I'm going to go do now. So I will talk to you later. 
Roger. Dude. I was like, <laughs> for someone that claims they don't really like texting. <laughs> well, no, that's that was my point. Like, yeah. I don't want to be texting you all day. And yeah. I only want to have a texting conversation with you if, if it's a meaningful conversation. Yes. Otherwise, it's like we're both on our phones for why. I just misunderstood, like, what you said today. I know that you're not a texter. Switching over to another controversy of the week. Did you watch the Grammys? No. Okay. Well, spoiler alert, if you wanted to watch the Grammys and you haven't, but I'm sure you guys have already heard everything that's happening, Harry Styles won for Best Album of the Year, beating out Beyonce. Our queen. She's not my queen. I'm sorry. (laughs) I, I don't not like her, but like... You might want to pick your next words very carefully. <laughs> Not for my sake, but my brother will come for your throat. I just think that's weird. Like, she's a person. He loves her. Okay. And that album was fire. I'm not saying that it wasn't fire, but this is the, the thing that happened is Harry won. Like, I think it's disrespectful to be shouting at him from the audience that he didn't deserve to win, that Beyonce deserved to win. Beyonce just won the most Grammy-awarded artist in history. I just think I 100% agree in the moment. You don't shout at him. You don't scream at him. It's not his fault. He won the award. He gets to go up there and talk his little piece and then go sit down. I think it is a little sussy to be like, people like me don't ever get this experience it's like you're a straight white man like let's read the room here for just a millisecond please before we say that because you are quite literally the luckiest person straight he says he's straight so i'm gonna go with that oh i thought he said he was bi no everyone always gets mad at him for queer baiting because of the way that he dresses so he's like Mm. playing into being queer to touch more people than being another straight white guy Okay. Um, I don't. Yeah, I mean, I don't agree with what he said when he accepted his award because, I mean, I don't think, I don't think he was saying, I don't think he was realizing what he was saying. Yeah. Um, but Beyonce's been working at this for how many years, and she's never won Best Album. And think about all the like iconic albums she's ever released, and I couldn't name not a single one of Harry Styles' songs that he released. I didn't even know he released an album this year, quite frankly. Or in the past year. I'm not, like, a fan of anyone in pop culture, really. Like, (laughs) I know of people. Yeah. And I sometimes will like Adele's music. Sometimes I'll like Harry Styles' music. Sometimes I'll like Beyonce's music. But I would never, like, be so aggressive to another artist because of how I feel about a separate artist, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Like, I just think that whole notion is, like, a little cuckoo. Sorry, Mason. Um, (laughs) I, yeah, I just, I don't, I don't get it. But at the end of the day, she's won the most Grammys. Like, how, how are people going to be mad? She's won the most Grammys in the entire world. 
like she people know she who she is. She's being recognized. And Harry's album was all over the place. That's all I heard this year. I heard like two songs of Beyonce's album. And they're good. They're fire. But Am I going to pay $4,000 to sit in the nosebleeds to go to a concert? Absolutely not. Absolutely, God, no. I'm not paying that much to see anybody. No. And I think that's ridiculous. Yeah, but that's not on her. That's on, like, Ticketmaster. Yeah, but still. Like, no, I know it's not on her, but I just think, like, that is... Yeah, the whole T-Swizzle stuff, too. What's that? I don't know. The whole Taylor Swift discourse (laughs) that happened because... There's supposed to be, like, three different days of pre-sale. One when you're, in like, in the Taylor Club, you got, like, a private invite. One for, like, Capital One card owners. And then one for, like, people that had bought concert tickets in the past or something like that. And mm-hmm. the last one didn't happen because they sold out in the first two waves. Mm-hmm. So you only were able to buy a ticket if you got a private invite from Taylor or you're a Capital One card holder. Well, I am a Capital One card holder. Did I- you get ticks? don't care about Taylor Swift. So. That was my one of the first concerts I ever went to at the Tacoma Dome. Ooh. We saw, like, I think it was the Fearless tour. Cool. Yeah. I like Taylor's music. I like her early stuff, and I like her most recent album. All the stuff in between. You're a big fan of, like, Teardrops on My Guitar. Big time. I learned that on the guitar. Romeo and Juliet. No, not that one. I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> Anything that's now been like taken over on TikTok, I'm just mm-hmm. like, I can't stand it. Mm-hmm. I feel like I might be canceled from this episode. I, I don't think our reach is large enough yet. <laughs> that's the problem. I'm going to be canceled when our reach Down gets the road. big. Yeah. Because well, we're going to come back and listen to this and be like, that's like the silliest shit ever. You can't cancel somebody for something they said years ago. Like, get over it. They're probably a different person now. Yeah, I'm a different person now. It's just in the five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> also, like, did I honestly did I say anything offensive? No, I think everyone will. St- and you stated multiple times, like you are pro trans, like you believe in trans right. It- and trans people 100% like because I am too ha- like I don't have family members and I don't have close friends that are trans but I do have friends that are trans that I like went to college with or mm-hmm. that I knew from Germany like I, I don't, don't want to make any of them feel bad or like make them feel like I don't care about them or they're right yeah and nothing that you said was coming from a place of malice or of like ill intent and i think if anything hopefully like those people can reach out if they listen to this can reach out and like have a conversation with you because i think that's way more meaningful Mm -hmm. than me trying to sit here and have a conversation with you while I don't have all the facts or obviously like I've never lived it so I can't even really talk on the experience I can only share what I've heard through other trans people of Mm -hmm. like this is their explanation for when those questions come up and I know I definitely don't do the best job articulating it always yeah well and I don't do a good job articulating those things (laughs) we're both just trying to rub two brain cells together and one of mine, like, just hurts really bad, so, <laughs> like, rubbing it against the other one isn't really helping, but here we are. Eve. The show must go on. We're, it's showbiz, baby. 
All right, I'm so sorry if I offended anyone tonight. Oh my god, you gotta let it go. I think you're creating more discourse than maybe anybody else is gonna think. All righty, we're gonna go. We're gonna hang up. I hope everyone has a great week. Weekend. Oh no. Well, they're listening to it on Monday. Have a great week. Have a great week and peace and blessings. Support your local food stand and your local girly podcast. Yeah. Give us five stars. Oh yeah, give us five stars and like if you just hit the what's the button on Spotify? It's like it's not subscribe. Like follow. Is it follow? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's follow, and then it will tell you when there's a new episode out. Yeah, it won't like give you a notification. It'll just like give you a little blue dot and let you know that there's a new epi. Yeah, and obviously rate us five stars. Yeah, clearly because we are. That's like the only accurate rating to give us if you did anything else you'd be lying (laughs) Uh, and we don't like liars we don't